Welcome to the Messiest Fuck Podcast. This is Nicole. And this is Yaya. So it's almost my birthday. <gasps> Yay! Happy birthday! Happy almost birthday. Thank you. August 9th, Leo. Leo Queen over here. I'm very excited. What are you um, going to do in qu- for a quarantine birthday? You know, I don't know. It's not so much that we have to like be locked in home. I'm actually, I've been going out to restaurants, masking it up, things like that, being safe. Um, so I don't know what's planned for me. I know the boyfriend and my mom have, um, something in the works, but I don't exactly know what. Nice. So it's going to be a surprise. Um, I just ordered Fenty skin as a birthday gift to myself, to my damn self. Nice. (laughs) So I'm, I'm waiting on that. I've had like shipments come in. Like it seems like every week during quarantine, it's real bad. It's it's, it's like an addiction. Yeah. yeah. We have, we have a landfill of Amazon boxes in our backyard right now. (laughs) Did you just say a (laughs) landfill? Oh yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's how bad it is. (laughs) I guess it happens. I don't know. But speaking of skin, actually just before um I gave you a call today um I was on I think it was Instagram and Tony Braxton put up a video of her like with no makeup on and she had this tool in her hand and when I first looked at it I was like oh my god that looks like a vibrator so I started listening (laughs) to the video and she's like guys this really is a vibrator it's definitely a vibrator and she's using it as her beauty secret. So she buzzes it on and like just puts it on her face as what she calls a face tingler. And <laughs> it gets better. Then she said sometimes she puts it in the freezer because it's a cold is better on the skin because it activates the muscles. What? Yeah. I don't, it was like, it was a thing for her. She's like, I promise you, I didn't use it in any other places and then put it on my face. I was like, "Mm, I don't know. It was weird. She could just use a real penis for that. Yeah, she could. (laughs) (laughs) Just... I don't know. It was the weirdest thing. So we were talking about the whole Fenty skin thing. And then I was like, hmm, maybe I should just pull out my pinky and get to going and see if that beauty secret really does work. (laughs) Is that the name for it? That's the name for my baby. (laughs) (laughs) Ain't no replacing her. Well, not, you know, not with the real thing, but you know what I'm saying. Um, But anyway, we have a lot of tea to get into. Um, a, a lot of stuff has happened over the last week or so. So I'm just going to get right to it. Last week, we talked about um, the whole situation with Meg the Stallion and Tory Lanes. Yes. And since that time, Meg has come out. Um, put a statement out um, on Instagram, very uncensored in Meg fashion. Um, And she finally spoke on live about, you know, her current condition, how her foot is healing, that she really was shot. She had to get surgery. And also that people were being very insensitive, uh, disrespectful, hurtful, all of that. 
um, while she was trying to heal. At the same time, she thanked her supporters and all of that. So all of a sudden, you know, I guess for her to come out and and make this this live post, um, celebrities left and right literally were making jokes about the shooting incident um, involving Tori and really the list goes on. So the first one, um, I'm playing a clip from Drea who was on basketball wives. Cause I think she really was one of them that Uh-oh. took it too far. So listen to this. Okay. I think. No, Nope. Already fucking up. Okay. No, no. <laughs> I'm protecting you. I predict. I'll take it. <laughs> I predict that they had some sort of Bobby and Whitney love that, you know, drove them down this snapped-esque mm. type of road. And mm. I'm here for it. I like that. I want you to like me so much you shoot me in the foot, too. Like, but as long as What the whoa? That is very Dre-like. Drop man. a grenade. What the... You want you what? I want you to like me so much that if I'm trying to get out the car and you're like, no, sit your fucking ass she in the repeats. car. And she I'm like, repeats. no, nigga. I'm fucking getting out the car. No, you're not. He shoot bah, bah. You wow. yeah, yeah. gonna fuck it. Now I'm not going in nowhere. This moment, are you going? Drea just went viral. Guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, look, she's looking like okay, like okay. Uh, so she really is like into that rough me up lifestyle. Like, well, I don't I understand so. it. She just likes the whole domestic violence thing. I guess so. Like. You go on a podcast, you're asked about something, you've done PR before. What right. on earth would make you come out and say that? That's why Meg called her a dumb bitch because <laughs> she has really like ditzy moments. Like, you know, if you've ever seen her, she's always in some drama, she's always in some business. And, you know, to say that, you know, amidst everything that was going on with Meg, like, that's crazy. You know who's probably real happy right now, though? Who? Chris Brown. <laughs> Girl, let me tell you. He's probably like, yes, finally, somebody else. <laughs> and, but speaking of Chris Brown, so Drea was a brand ambassador for Fenty, for Rihanna's Savage Lingerie oh, line. Yeah. Well, she got dropped. From oh, as a brand ambassador, yes, because Rihanna was like, "Oh no, sweetie, I'm not no," especially considering her, Rihanna's yeah. incident with Chris Brown. Like she's right. not having it. So apparently, she was dropped as a brand ambassador. Wow. Yes, there, she has. Uh, Rihanna still has PTSD. I'm telling you, I, I would too. After that, <laughs> that was crazy. So not only was uh, Drea one of the people who crossed the line about Meg, um, but also comedian Jess Hilarious. So she did a whole like mystery, um, I guess you could say video about the whole Meg incident and how she, how it unfolded. It was like a reenactment for entertainment and for a laugh. So here's what Jessica Hilarious put out. Leading suspect is Tory Lanez. Other suspect, Tariq St. Patrick. To further our investigation, we're going to do a reenactment of the incident. Given all the details that we were given for this investigation, our social media sources puts Tory about here. And that puts the gun here. 
So that's going to put Megan about here and her foot about there. Now, even if there were some type of argument or quarrel between the two, given Tori's past with AIM, we know he doesn't have any. Ladies and gentlemen, I want you to understand if you are an angered man and a woman that you want is getting out of the car, you're not going to shoot the bitch in the toe. That's what I want you to know. If you're trying to stop a bitch from leaving, you actually would shoot a bitch in the toe. Yeah. Okay, we're going to edit this. Never mind. Never mind. Now, when the bullet first struck Megan, I can only imagine how she felt. Now, if you've never been shot before, you don't know her pain, okay? And I imagined that the sound that was produced when she felt the hot metal was of this. Ah, hey, ah, ooh. Tori, if he did this on purpose, which we are justifying that he did not, it would have looked like this. Bitch, which, let, me, let me get that motherfucking foot. Let me get that toe. It doesn't happen like that. That's not the way it would go. Who does that? Hmm. So her intent was supposed to be funny. This was supposed to be a kiki haha moment. Right. What the fuck? I, that was odd. <laughs> I mean, I get that she's a comedian. Let me say that. But she, again, taking things too far. Right. It's it's absolutely ridiculous. Like a real human being got shot. Okay. But I mean, but I mean, to be devil's advocate, aren't most comedians, that's what they do. They take things too far. She's not so, the only one. Yeah. Right, like look right. at Corey Holcomb. We've talked about Corey Holcomb before. Exactly. Same exactly. thing. He takes things too far as well. Um, but anyway, people are calling to have just hilarious canceled over this. <laughs> Everybody's being canceled left and right. I know. It's crazy. There's going to be nobody left to cancel. It's cancel season. It <laughs> I don't is. know what's going on. But um, to add to that, that list, 50 Cent, he put out a meme before Meg came out and, and gave her live speech. Um, and the meme was of her face on Ricky from Boys in the Hood running away from the car with the face of Tori as the shooter. Oh, no. <laughs> yes. And so once he found out, you know, the real of the situation, he issued an apology saying that he thought the incident wasn't real because it sounded crazy. He didn't know that she was truly hurt. Mm. So he asked for, um, you know, Meg to accept his apology after that. Anyway, 45 he years always old. Says, he always says, so, exactly. He always has something to say. I don't, I don't <laughs> know why, but he always does. Right. And it's insignificant. Moving really? on. Moving on. Um, <laughs> Speaking of cancel season. Listen, Chrissy Teigen keeps coming up. Chrissy Teigen tweeted, I have a Megan the Stallion joke, but it needs to be twerked on. Oh, no. Okay. Amongst all of this going on. So people called it again insensitive. She said it was a play on words. It was just a joke, but she should have known it wasn't the right time. Okay, yeah. so that's her, that was her little situation with Meg. Um, Kehlani is getting heat because of a song that she just released called Can I, featuring Tory Lanez. Oh, no. Um, she never removed him from uh, the verse that he has on the song, and she, but she did remove him from the video. So people are all in their feelings about that and how she should have 
change that entire, you know, situation with the song. I don't know, though. I mean, is she supposed to really, like, take him out of the song? I mean, I don't think I don't she know. should. I, I, yeah, I don't think so Personally, either. you know, she already took him out of the video. The song right. had already been done. You know, he, right. he obviously has those rights to that. Yeah. And I don't think I don't, she should have to do that. I don't think it's that easy either. Like, they probably have some sort of, like, contract. Contract. And so, I don't know. I think, I think. Yeah, canceling her is, is a bit much. Right. She can't help it. She's got the song. It's got to be released. Yeah, she did say um, when she releases her, I think, the Deluxe Edition album, um, she's going to take his verse and replace it. So on that, okay. uh, we'll see something there. But this whole thing with Megan Tory, I wish people would just figure it out. Who shot her? Okay. Right. Was it Tori? We need to know. We just need to figure out what happened so we can get some resolution to the situation and people need to mind their fucking business. Right. But like, but like, why in the foot though? That's, that is a random place. Well, that's what just hilarious asked. I don't know. People, I do have they, to agree with her on that. Like why the foot? People were saying that like if they got into it in the car, which this is obviously yeah. just a report, right. that she was trying to leave the car. And I guess yeah. like how the person just, grabbed the gun, it just happened to be in that direction. Yeah. I don't know. Hmm. Whoever Man, it was just didn't have the best aim, I'm assuming. I, I don't know. I wish somebody would tell us what's going on. I, I have no idea. Uh, so that situation, we're going to have to come back to once the details of the investigation unfold, which we probably won't hear anything yeah. until like the fall. Um, so we'll wait till the fall. Yeah. We'll see what happens. Yeah, um, we'll have to follow up on that. Definitely. What, um, what's well, going on on your end? I know you've probably heard some mess. Right. I know we're talking about canceling people, but I want to talk about canceled relationships. Something oh, about the, the quarantine has, has really messed with people. There's been a lot of divorces, a lot. Well, we just talked about Dr. Dre, right? Yeah. Yeah. We've talked about several. There's yeah. a lot of divorces. So one in particular this week was Tracy Morgan, which is crazy. Comedian Tracy Morgan. Yeah. Tracy Morgan um, is divorcing his wife. They got married in 2015. So they've been married about five years. Mm-hmm. But, you know, there was a lot of hype around them because like he had gotten in that horrible accident on the highway that, you know, killed some of his close friends. Yeah. So he really had a new like look at life at that point. And they went ahead and like, they wanted to get married and um, they have one daughter together. Uh, They already had that daughter though, when they got married, but still like they really seemed to want to make a family after that tragic event happened to Mm -hmm. them. So I don't know what happened in five years, but I just feel like, I don't know if it's the quarantine. I don't know what it is, but people are giving up. And they don't have a prenup. No, no. So... (laughs) There's another, exactly another one with no prenup. That's, that's crazy. So yeah, I, I think it's, I think it's sad, but I don't know what is going on with all of these, um, breakups, these divorces. And there yeah. was another, there was another one as well. That was kind of right neck, like right the same day or the next day after Tracy Morgan, um, 
it was it, it was the same girl. I don't know if you watch. Well, I watch Real Housewives of Atlanta, but there was a character on there. Her name was Kim Berman. Mm-hmm. Do you know who I'm talking about? I, I don't. Her daughter, Brielle, used to date like this professional baseball player. He ended up like cheating or leaving Brielle for um, this actress. And her name is Tracy as well. And they just had a baby. Like when I say just had a baby, like it, the, maybe a few weeks or so old and they're getting a divorce. Oh, my God. Yeah. So both of those happen like the exact same time. Um as as each other this past week so that's two in one week that i've heard of there's probably more but all these celebrities are just really yeah. not lasting so. well i heard about tracy morgan but i it's rumored that keisha cole and her boyfriend nico right. hale that right. they split up and right remember she's she hates this word but she's his elder they're 14 years apart oh, right. in age they are. Yeah. and they have an 11 month old son tobias yes, another new exactly new baby you know baby. and then not too long after they split so this is rumored it has not been confirmed but yeah they have, they've unfollowed each other on social media um, yeah. their posts do not, you know, include each other. So it, it probably is true. So there's, so, there's trouble in paradise there. What do you think it is though? Do you think it's just the quarantine? Do you think it's like, what is it? I just, I kind of think it's the age difference. I think you know that I, I would have to agree too. Cause Tracy Morgan is 51 and his wife is 33. Yeah, I mean, that's a big age difference. Big difference. They they they're adjusting to a new baby. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's there's they probably have different mindsets being that age. You know what I mean? So it could be a number of factors that are playing into that. And remember, Keisha Cole is a strong personality. You know, we I she don't is. know I don't know a lot about Nico, um, but. We know from her former relationship with Booby that, yeah. you know, she she does have that <laughs> strong personality. So I'm wondering if maybe eventually there was some kind of clash between the two of them. But why rush to have a baby then? Like, that's... Well, crazy. who knows? Maybe it was all, you know, roses and all that good shit in the beginning. And then yeah. baby comes and it's like, you know, shit hits the fan. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah, you know. I guess who knows, who knows, but my goodness. So hopefully, hopefully <laughs> we can get out of quarantine soon because it, it doesn't seem too good for these celebrity relationships. No, it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know our girl Ellen is going through some shit. Oh my gosh, Ellen. So I, I don't even know how to touch on this topic. Like people are coming out of the woodworks on this one. I, there's been apparently been dozens of employees that have said that they have either been discriminated against due to their race. They've been sexually harassed. I mean, it's really, really bad. They're, they are calling out and accusing producers and higher ups of all sorts of misconduct. Yeah. And 
and Ellen is not is not eliminated from that group of people. They say that Ellen has been rude. I mean, it's pretty bad. Yeah, I heard there was like, you know, it was super toxic, like there was bullying going on. Yeah. I heard specifically that one of the executives asked for a hand job yep. and oral yep. sex. Yep. And that there was a lot of groping going around on and off set. Yeah. Um she, I know that she recently like addressed it publicly and was just like, you know, I guess she was saying she was sorry that it came to this, but things were going to be, you know, looked at and investigated and that she hopes to fix the problem. But I think now there are rumors swirling that she might like shut the whole show and production down like all together if because she doesn't know if they're going to come back from this well she well her to me her statement or whatever it was like she tried to kind of make it seem like she doesn't she didn't know what was going on or like she's not other, she's like separated from it yeah but, she was saying that other people right she was right, pointing the finger like, exactly Mm-hmm. So she really wanted to, I think, wanted to hold her image firm where it was. But that didn't work because uh, Brad Garrett, he's he's an actor. I don't know if you know him. He's, I, he's I do. Everybody. Yep, he's in Everybody Loves Raymond um, and some other shows. But he came out and said that he knows personally of people that have been um, abused in one way or another by Ellen DeGeneres. So she's oh not she's not exempt from the treatment either, which is crazy because she she like wants to have this super squeaky clean. Right. How she portrays herself. It's just like she's so nice and and, you know, warming and open to everyone and accepting. Right. What a mess. Um, I know. And, you know, her and Portia's home was just recently burglarized while they were at home. (gasps) I know how, I mean, what is the, I mean, what is the connection with all of that? There's gotta be some sort of connection. Like all this stuff is coming out, their home gets burglarized. I mean, it's, that's a lot. Yeah. And I her feel like it's all connected. Pretty goddamn big. If they didn't hear yes. anything, like the person like stole jewelry, like lots of it I heard. Yeah. And I guess they don't like, she's updated her security system now, but they have no idea who did this and why. I feel like it's really interesting that, all of this would be happening at once. Yeah, I I don't know. I, I like the Ellen show. I do. She has brought on a number of people like Twitch and um, yeah. other, other people of color who have been on the show to do like different segments. And yeah. I hope that it doesn't shut down. But this really is a serious issue that they need to get to the bottom of. So... You know, I've always had like a weird feeling about Ellen DeGeneres. I know that sounds weird. I don't really have a reason, Mm -hmm. but I never really liked her all that much. Really? And then, yeah, I don't know what it was. Like even from when she first had that other show, like her first show where she came out as being a lesbian and stuff like Uh that. And, and yes, it was progressive and it was good to have that show, but just something about her, like that, that show in particular I don't know. It's, it was a long time ago, but they used to have a lot of racial jokes in that show. Really? I used to all, yeah, I used to always think it was strange. I'm like, why does she make so many jokes about people's race? And so from that point on, I never really cared for her all that much. Yeah, I never, I, now you got me interested. I might have to go back yeah. and listen to some of that old content. Yeah. I never I knew that. that. I just, it just rubbed me the wrong way. Like she would always like just, I don't know, like her show was just, 
it just had all these like racial undertones, yeah. undertones. Yeah. And so I just never really cared for her. Hmm. I don't like that. Um, Do you remember Aubrey O'Day from Danity Kane? Remember making the band P. Diddy, all that stuff? I forget. One of my favorite songs, uh, Showstopper. We in a car, we ride slow, we doing things that the girls don't do. Danity Kane, the boys here, we smile back. Johnson. It's a bad boy. Let's go. Show stopping at the letter. The red shining with the open. Hydraulics make our heads go. Nah, him blowing in the breeze. Yo, we superstars. That was my song back in the day. I used to be riding around bumping that shit like by myself in the car. Um, I like the I like the the show too. The show is good. It was good. You, he's supposed <laughs> to be coming back out with that. I don't know when, but like I think soon. It's supposed to be like revamped and all like new. Oh, and yeah. you know how crazy he was on that show. I'll watch it. Right. Anyway, our girl Aubrey. Have you seen her lately? No, and you were telling me. I am so upset. She just... Everybody, everybody who is listening to this podcast, as soon as this is over, please go to the girl's Instagram page, Aubrey O'Day. Hot mess. She recently... This is probably over an extended period of time, but the end result of her plastic surgery, baby, when I tell you, oh my God, she is a hot ass mess. Okay, like she is like Lil Kim level, but like old white lady level. I can't even describe it. Like she's 36 years old and her face is just completely botched. She got lips done, she got her shit pulled back, she got. Uh, a nose job she got her she got a fake ass and like the shit don't match with the thighs it looks real crazy like I don't know what she was thinking I don't know if that was the look she was going for but she really needs to chill with the knife because it's crazy like it really is that bad all these I feel like all these surgeries are making people look older not younger right I feel like they really look older with all that work done. Now, I will give her, like, there are some shots on her page where, like, she's positioned a certain way or wearing, you know, a certain thing that it looks better in some of the pictures. But when you, like, look at most of the pictures and you look really close, you will see exactly what I'm talking about. Like, it's bad. Yeah. It, it makes her look like she's an old woman. It's wow. real bad. So crazy. I, and when you go back and you look at like the old videos, like, yeah, she was young then, but without that surgery, like she would be like just fine. I, like, I don't right. know. She, the industry, it's obviously something that has, that has made yeah. her go that far. It re- there really is something. I don't get it. It's, it's gotta be the pressure and everything like that. Cause it's just, it's getting to be too much now. People are changing like their entire face. Yes. And you, and to the point where they're unrecognizable. Right. They might as well go on and change their name too. <laughs> exactly. Just be a whole different person. Well, can we get to some good news? A little bit of good news? Yeah. So 
Well, we were talking about quarantine divorces, but we cannot leave out quarantine babies. <laughs> so apparently, <laughs> well, I mean, that's the, you know, there's quarantine divorces, the quarantine babies. So that's, that's the good side of quarantine. <laughs> but Jeff, apparently Jessica Beale and Justin Timberlake had another baby, like in, like in secret, like on the down low. Nobody knew she was pregnant, nothing. That's like effort. so they had another... That's she was committed to that shit, right? So she, um, apparently it's a little boy. I don't know. I don't. There's no name or anything or pictures or anything. But apparently she did give birth to a little boy, a little quarantine baby, and they kept it completely under wraps. Damn. Yeah, very interesting. But I get it. But on top of that, Sierra who did not keep anything under wraps. She had her pregnancy photos out there. She had videos of her. And, you know, so she had her baby too. So they named him Wynn. So his name is Wynn Harrison. I literally love them as a couple. I know, me too. (laughs) I think it's really cute. I have to confess. Um, Well, congratulations to both of them. Now, here comes the shit. I'm about to flip it a little bit. Oh, no. Okay. (laughs) Wait a second. <laughs> so we also know that another famous person introduced uh, her pregnancy to the world, Nicki Minaj. Yes, Nicki Minaj. But yeah. here is the shit. So the shit comes in because we know her husband, Kenneth Petty, right. is a registered sex offender douchebag. Right. So he recently asked the judge for permission to be there for the baby's birth because remember, he's still on probation and the nigga got a curse. Right. <laughs> so you, you can't have a registered sex offender in a, ba- a labor war. Right. Yeah. So right. there's yes. a little bit of complexities that they need to work around. Um, yeah. But yeah, like they did. I wonder if they thought about that, like when they were, you know. Working all those fine details out. (laughs) You better get the pool ready and have a home birth. There you go. (laughs) There you go. Keep it it real secret, just like Justin and uh, Jessica. Right, exactly. (laughs) I hope that works out. I know. So what's up with uh, what's up with uh, the girl who shaved her head recently? I know. Oh my god! See that. I saw that. Like, so Tiffany Haddish, she's been in the news a few times now. And the shaved head is strange, but there were some, there were some memes about that. <laughs> it's okay. Whatever she wants to do is fine. Whatever floats her boat. Whatever girl. floats Happily her never boat. Happily never after. What's that joint Sonata Latham was in? Happily. Na- Napoli. Napoli ever, ever after. after. <laughs> there you go. Part two. <laughs> there you go. But yes, so she's in the media and she said something actually kind of sad. Well, let's let's play the clip because there was a lot. And I know that um, we need to give this uh, attention. Yeah, I have watched many of my friends, not many, but more than two of my friends growing up be killed by police officers, you know, and and it makes you feel like, dang, you know, as a black person, we were being hunted. And like, I felt like, and I've always felt like that we're hunted and we're slaughtered. And it's like, they get this license to kill us and that's not okay. And 
you know, now I'm I'm older now, I'm a little older, and people are like, you're gonna have baby when you're gonna have some babies, when you're gonna drop some babies, and and there's a part of me that would would like to do that, and I always make up these excuses like, oh, I need a million dollars in the bank before I can touch you, or I need this, I need that, but really it's like, I would hate to give birth to someone that looks like me, and then knowing that they're gonna be hunted or killed. You know, like, why would I put someone through that? Like, and right. so, um, it's a scary, it's scary. It's a, it's scary to even think about that. That is really sad. That's really sad, but it's true, but it's yeah. very, very sad. And I hate for that to be the reason why she doesn't, you know, try to, I mean, she is, she's 40 years old. So yeah. it's not like, you know, she kind of has to make up her mind at this point. I know. And it kind of sounds like she's leaning towards no. And well, and the, really sad. the crazy thing is like like she said like white people don't really have to worry about Absolutely. that challenge. Do you no, know what I mean? Not at all. And I just hope I hope that conversations continue to be had about this issue because right. it's crazy how many um how much of a domino effect this has on on different issues. Do you know what I mean? Like having, raising your black son, your black daughter in this world, you know, at this point, you know, it's almost, it's like stopping her from, from conceiving. Right. And And that is a very serious thing. It really is is a shame. So not only, you know, do we have to deal with that, but even when you do have that baby, now you're having to have that conversation, those tough conversations on how to handle encounters with police and how to raise your black child. And it's very much, um, you know, a, a scary thing to deal with and to navigate. Yeah, it, it absolutely is. And it's a, she opened up a good conversation, you know, about the fears that, that, that African-Americans have, like about bringing children in the world that other people don't have to have. Yeah. And shout out to um, Carmelo Anthony. That was on his, yeah, uh, his, his podcast, uh, podca- the YouTube series that he has. Yeah. Um, so yeah. he, you know, it was cool that that was, you know, discussed on there. And I hope that, that yeah. those types of conversations continue. Yeah, I think they're good. I think they're good to have. Yes. So hopefully she can, hopefully she can move forward in a positive way and make a real decision. I agree. What she wants to do. I agree. That is really sad. She seems, you know, she's got, she's got a lot of humor to her and, but she She also has the serious side to her. And she seems like she's level headed enough, you know, to make what she feels is the best decisions for her life. Yeah. Yeah. So absolutely. Peace and blessings to. Peace and blessings. Yeah. Okay, girl. (laughs) <laughs> Let me tell you who definitely needs some damn blessings and holy water <laughs> and a Bible and all that. Oh, Lord. Ex- an exorcism, too? All that. All of it. All of the above. So Tahiri from Love and Hip Hop, who used to date Joe Budden, um, has been dating a guy named Vado. And they are on a series called Marriage Boot Camp. Have you seen that show? I know we've talked. I have about seen it. Before. Remember, mm-hmm. Jocelyn was on it and all that. Yes. Yeah. So, on a recent episode, you see Tahiri accusing him of cheating. So she gets upset about it and she starts like chucking these apples at his head, like oh one gosh. after another, <laughs> in front of like all the castmates. So. Later on in the show, 
there was a segment where she was explaining herself that's saying that people were perceiving her as crazy and aggressive because of this. And then all of a sudden, the boyfriend snaps and he yokes her up and starts yelling at her. And he's like, oh, you're lucky I don't hurt you. All this other stuff. Like he went ballistic on her. Yes. Oh my Lord. And so... Sahiri, after this happened, put out a statement basically saying that I know by now you guys have seen this. Um, You know, I'm sad that it has to be for the world to see, but this was the life I chose. I've had, you know, plenty of domestic situations in the past with other people, all this other stuff. So then the boyfriend goes and he says, look, I didn't hit her. I didn't hit her. I, mm. I apologized for, you know, losing my cool. Um, but in the same breath, he says she shouldn't have thrown those apples and she took my kindness for weakness. <laughs> so I don't know what's going on. Like he, he is literally like, is he apologizing or is he at the same time? He's at the same time saying, you know, she deserved it for throwing that shit at my head. You know what well, I mean? Did, did the apples hit him? Did he get a Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it made contact for sure. It made contact. Listen, she was like a professional <laughs> and a major baseball player in that shit. Like seriously, she looked like she was a real life pitcher throwing them damn apples at him. I mean, apples hurt though. <laughs> Listen, she had a good ass arm. I don't know what she was doing, but her arm was she she got him good. Apples hurt though. I, I feel him on that. Listen, he snapped. He was not having oh, it. Like he wasn't. I would snap too, though. Honestly, I would snap too, though. Come on now. Did you I mean, apples thrown at your head in front of everybody, though. I mean, he was like, Ugh. like he, like you should have seen how hard he yoked her up. He probably forgot he was on camera for a second. She was shooketh. Like I'm not going to even lie. She looked oh like she was. Yeah, it was bad. Oh my god. Uh, so I gotta. Wa- I haven't watched the entire episode, so I'm gonna go back right. and and catch up on those episodes. Um, but in the meantime, girl, <laughs> I heard that Joelle Santana and Cambella are in some trouble. So if you remember. Um, there they were. They had a home in New Jersey, and that home yeah. got foreclosed on because they couldn't yeah. pay the mortgage. Remember, he had gone to prison. Right. Well, now they have this new luxurious condo, and they're thirty three thousand dollars in HOA fees. Outstanding. So they they had uh, maintenance fees, assessments, and late charges that encompass that $33,000 that they owe. A lien has been placed on the condo and he doesn't get out of jail until February of 2021. Good Lord. And she got all them babies. How many? At least three. At least three, right? Three or four. Yeah. Yeah. Girl. Uh. I don't even know. She better keep getting that love and hip hop check. That's all I know. Right, right. She better create some drama for herself. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> throw, her, throw herself into some drama. Do anything. Definitely. Yes. Shoot, her, shoot herself in the foot. I don't know. Whatever uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. <laughs> don't say that because you know men gonna come for you. I know, right? You done already called her a male horse and now you're gonna say that? Absolutely <laughs> not. You about to get canceled. Don't get, don't get a male horse. Don't get our podcast canceled, girl. Look, look. 
All I'm saying is a stallion is a male horse. Okay. I was just stating facts. Okay. I'm stating facts. But she does need some drama though, right? She needs some drama so she can stay on the show so she can keep getting. She does. I agree with that wholeheartedly. (laughs) So let me give you, let me give you another fact. It's a fucked up fact, but it's a fact. Uh, Former Miss Kentucky, Ramsey Carpenter Bierce. I hope I'm saying her name right. Really, I don't fucking care. Anyway, she (laughs) pled guilty to a charge of possessing material depicting minors in sexually explicit conduct. So basically all that means is her nasty ass sent sexual photos to a 15-year-old boy while she was a teacher in West Virginia. Oh my gosh. Yes. Why? Talk about her crown falling. Um, She's going to be serving a two-year prison term uh, with 10 years of supervised release, and she now has to register as a sex offender along with Kenneth Petty. Wow. (laughs) She's 29 years old, and she's a convicted felon. So she went from wearing a crown and playing a fiddle to being a convicted felon and a registered sex offender. That is crazy. Well, you know, that matches. There was another lady, Mary Catherine, and I'm probably butchering her name, and I don't care either, Latornu. Latorno. Latorno, thank you. Remember her story was really big back in 1997? Girl, yes. Felony second-degree rape for for having a a relationship with her, at the time, sixth-grade student. Sixth grade. Girl, yes. My daughter is going into sixth grade, okay? It was a lifetime movie about it. I remember it. Yes, thank you, thank you. So she had, so, but they, but they, they stuck together. She did her prison time. She got out. They got married, and they had a child. Oh but my God. She, and so she just recently passed away, actually. She was in the news for passing away from cancer. But the point is, like, they, she actually stuck to her, to her love for that boy. They got That's married. That's crazy. Had when she got out of prison. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Oh my God. Did, wasn't Jennifer Lopez in a movie like that? Like The Boy Next Door or something like that? Yeah. I a few that. years back or something. Like, yeah. it, was a, it was a movie with That's that storyline to it. Yeah, yeah. So. like that happens more often than I think people are aware. Yeah. Men, men are not the only predators. Women can be the same way. It's often like shoved under the rug. Absolutely. Like, oh, you know, it's no big deal type of thing. But no, it's it is a big deal. So these stories are coming out more and more. But yeah. Yep. So you know, she's got to do her time. That's what it is. Yeah, she'll have to do her time. <laughs> it's crazy. That's what it is. So listen, I have a messy minute question but i also have a messy minute scenario okay Okay. so here's the messy minute question would you enter into a new relationship with someone if you knew at that time that they were unemployed Hmm. and why my take is that i probably wouldn't right in the beginning knowing that they didn't have a job only because you want to go into something on a good note, right? You want to make sure that you're both stable and independent and able to, you know, care for your, your own well-being. Um, 
and not have to worry about those complexities. Like what happens when you want to go out on a date or something like that? Like then it gets a little bit complicated with the, with the finances and things like that. So in the beginning of that relationship, what would you do? Would you turn them down and say, no, you know, we can't date. I don't know. I think I would say I wouldn't even enter a relationship or start dating if I knew that I was unemployed. I just wouldn't at that point. Well, it just wouldn't be a focus. Right. You know, why would you want to have that as a focus? Like, what are you presenting? Yeah, that you want to present your best self when you enter into a relationship. So you want to, you want to take, that sounds like time that you take for yourself. Right things out and then you know but I don't know I mean I guess it just depends I mean look we're in a situation now where a lot of people are in that situation mm-hmm. so you know I mean it's different now and, and, and I guess it also so depends on circumstances if, too you no know, yeah it's a lot of exactly what are the circumstances what is the situation so yeah I don't know I mean my boyfriend and I have this conversation all the time he's always like would you would you date me if would you have dated me if I had no car or, or he'll see like a really bad junky car and he's like would you have dated me if I pulled up in that car <laughs> I'm like oh I don't know <laughs> <laughs> no the hoopsie look, is raggedy okay <laughs> yeah look maybe I could deal with the raggedy car but no car at all I don't know Right, I right. Mean, what you have, I have to pick you up for the day. I don't know. I don't think so. <laughs> that ain't happening. <laughs> okay, so the messy minute minute scenario is called "We Can't Be Friends." So here's the scenario: Me and my friend went to a club one night. We met this guy, and we both shared a friendship with him. Eventually, my friend told me that she liked him. And I continue to have a strictly platonic friendship with him outside of her. Some time passed and my friend accused me of smashing this guy and being sneaky behind my back, or excuse me, behind her back. I told her as many times that I did not have sexual relations with that man, but she didn't believe a word I said. Later on, She reached out to me to let me know that she forgives me. And my response was, "Uh, for what? I hadn't done anything wrong. I blocked her phone number and blocked her from messaging me on social media. I told her over and over again that we are not friends any longer. And at this point, we can't even be cordial. There's nothing more to say. For years, and I mean literal years, she continues to contact me on and off to try to regain my friendship and rehash the situation. This fool even had the nerve to send me quotes from the Bible. Helping her gain closure is not my problem. Since I had time that day, I really told her what was on my mind and made it very clear that we will never speak again. I tried to be nice at first, but some people are just fucking dumb and need to be set straight. (laughs) Wow. That's a whole lot. That's harsh. It's harsh? I don't know. for For me, the girl needed that. Like she, she, she needed, she didn't understand when she tried to be nice and take the time to explain and, and all of that when she, when the girl didn't even do wrong, you know what I mean? So for her to keep coming back and coming back and rehashing and all of this, 
like that doesn't make any sense to me whatsoever. So now you look thirsty for my friendship when you're the one that messed it up in the first place. I would think that the girl was never her friend to begin with for, especially for accusing her of something like that with no facts. And to me, you don't have to like explain yourself to everybody. No response is a response. Like don't even give it that energy, cut ties and move on. Right. This girl just is like begging for attention at this point. I don't, I don't know. What do you think? Maybe she was in a 12-step program. You know how you have to apologize? <laughs> you can't move on to the next step until you apologize to everybody you brought. <laughs> no, I don't know. She sounds crazy. I mean, she probably, honestly, she probably just felt really bad, you know, and she probably real, she probably found out some sort of information that, that confirmed that the girl was telling the truth and she probably felt bad and was like, oh, man, I... You know, I messed this up for no reason. Yeah. So, so she's probably just trying to like make herself feel better. You right. Know? But yeah, she's not taking a hint, I guess. But no, she, I hope at this point the girl got the hint that it's over and done with. Right. Okay. Ain't going to be no more apologizing and talking about what happened and what did not happen and all of that. That's just crazy. Right. Like, dead the situation, deuces. Let, right? No, let the girl, no, let the girl apologize so she can move on to her next step. Her life's not complete yet. Girl, bye. <laughs> it's over. <laughs> <laughs> girl bye good night no lights <laughs> off it's done oh so i don't know if, if she happens to pop back up one more time yeah you no know, maybe maybe she needs to be connected to some resources i don't know um yeah. but i think i think you know all the appropriate steps were taking it taken in the end and, and hopefully this time she actually understands that it's it's done and over with like getting blocked from social media is real though. That's like, that's like real. Like someone's done with you. They block social you. media, your phone number, all that. Right. Like you know, exactly. don't we not we don't fuck with each other. We not cool like that. Like it's right. it's, it's over. Stop trying. Right. Right. So, so I'm not, that's I'm not sto- I'm not stalking anybody that blocked me from social media. Forget it. Right. I don't know that it sounds like it's a done, uh, done situation and hopefully nothing else comes, comes out of that. So that's that. So listen, guys, before we get out of here, um, just remember to visit our social media pages. We are on Instagram and Facebook under messy AF podcast. If, um, you would like to hear about the latest tea, Go by those pages and see what we've got for you. Um, if you want to submit a messy minute or be a guest on the podcast, please visit us on our Facebook page and send us a message. Or you can email us at messyafpodcast at yahoo.com. As always, remember to listen and subscribe. We love you guys and we will catch you next time. Later. Later, babes.